For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Bernardo Harris lived out two dreams in his football career. First, the Chapel Hill, North Carolina native got to play for his hometown, Tar Heels. Then, after a brief stay in Kansas City, he signed as a free agent with the Green Bay Packers in 1995. So my first year in Green Bay, I guess was 95, and I went, you know, I went to three straight NFC Championship games and two Super Bowls. You probably thought they did that around here every year. Yeah, I, I didn't know what, I mean, I was like, wow, this is a great organization. They're just winning games, and it helps to have a three-time MVP quarterback. And you had a good defense, too, and back then. You, you had Reggie White. You had Leroy Butler. Um, you had Santana Dotson, Gilbert Brown. Uh, the personalities and the, the talent of that defense, talk about it. What was that like to fit in there? It was rough, you know, for me being a middle linebacker to step in front of Reggie White and Leroy and those great, great guys and me just a young guy just learning the system and being in charge of getting the signals and calling the defense and making adjustments. It was a unique experience for me, but my teammates were great. They believed in me and they trusted in me. And I think the thing about our group were, was we just did our job and wanted to win and we had talented people, so that really helped. But you had people that were seemed to me like fun to be around yes that has to go into it too right yes it has to because i mean you know we hated each other sometimes we loved each other most of the time we won games it was fun but we had a lot of different personalities and when you have a lot of different personalities they're going to clash at times and but we were able to focus on the common goal and we wanted to win and it was a special group and you know we had a great offense defense was great special teams was really good we had a lot of depth with our team. We, you know, um, Ron will put together a great team, and I think we were a great team. In Green Bay, Harris would play a key role on a defense coordinated by the late Fritz Shermer under head coach Mike Holmgren. He was an abandoned coach. I think that the coaches from that West Coast, Bill Washington um, tree, they were very detailed and demanding. They wanted everything, Chris, run a certain kind of way. You stay, you know, on track. If you got off track, it kind of messed those, messed them up. So they wanted everything detailed on track. And with that offense, and, you know, we had great players that, that could run that offense. And Fritz Sherman was a great defensive coordinator. And I think Mike did a great job of letting Fritz run his defense. He didn't really, he wasn't really, too involved with the defense. He trusted in his coordinator, and he let him run the show. Talk about Fritz, the late Fritz Shermer. Uh, some players he was uh, very close to, other players, uh, you know, he, he was a guy who could be demanding, right? Yes, and he was very demanding on me. <laughs> I was one of the guys that, you know, if I'm going to give you the keys to run my defense, you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to make sure you know what you're doing, and I'm going to be on you. You don't, you don't have the all-pro Reggie White pass. You do it the right way and make sure you know what you're doing. I was a guy who got the calls from the sidelines. We didn't have any microphones in the helmets like today, so you had to get the signals for Fritz, and you had to um, 
we'll set the defensive front and then make any adjustments from motions and shifts. And the thing about Green Bay is we wanted the crowd to be very loud when other t offense had the ball, but it made our jobs a lot harder um, <clears throat> relating the signs to the defensive linemen because it would be so loud, a lot of times they couldn't hear, so you had to go up real close and tap them on the bottom and tell them to slide over or make sure they heard you. So it was a challenge because Lambo was so passionate and loud, so you had to make sure your checks were clear. You know, the team Harris joined in the mid-90s was a perennial postseason entrant, but they couldn't get over the Dallas hurdle. The Cowboys beat the Packers five straight times between 93 and 95. All of those contests were played in Dallas, and three of those tilts knocked Green Bay from the playoffs, including the 1995 NFC Championship game. But heading into the 96 season, things just felt different in Green Bay. It was a little different feeling. I mean, it was a feeling that we knew we were a good team and we knew that we had the pieces to get to the Super Bowl, but we hadn't gotten over that hurdle of beating Dallas. And we were winning a lot of games and we were beating teams, we were blowing teams out and we were ranked high offensively and defensively in stats. So it was one of those years, one of those situations where we felt like we would get back to that championship game, but we had to get over that hurdle. And we were probably one of the best teams in the league, but that didn't guarantee us anything. So it was, for me, I can't speak for the other guys. Other guys probably could think, you know, tasted and been noted, you know, this is a special situation. I knew we were good. I just didn't know, you know, when we would get over that hurdle and how tough it would be to get to get there. And I think we won 13 games that year. It's 13 and three. and. I, we, I was always a believer in winning all your home games and half your road games, and you would be, you know, that's 12 and four, and it would, you know, get you far in the playoffs. So I think we just had that special team where we were good defensively, offensively, and special teams, and that was gonna always keep us in the game because we always believed if you win two out of the three category, um, categories, you should win every game. So you make the playoffs, you win the division. Uh, you're going to play at home. Um, you know, the, the teams in that era that you had to beat every year, it seemed like, were San Francisco and Dallas. Yes. And you had to beat San Francisco, and you did. But Dallas didn't get to the championship game. Carolina did. Yes. <laughs> Was that a little bit of a letdown for you guys? Because I'm sure you wanted to, or at least some of your teammates wanted Dallas in that championship game, didn't they? Well, it wasn't a letdown for me. I just, you know, I wanted to get to the championship game and get to the Super Bowl. I didn't care who we played. And just, you know, we always thought if we ever could get Dallas in Lambeau, we would get them. We, we played the same. We play, every year we played them during that time, it was at, in Dallas. And we always had to go there. And if we, we felt like if we ever got them in Lambeau, we would beat them. And I think we got them in Lambeau a year or two after that and really beat them pretty bad. But, you know, we were, we were probably determined and destined to get to that Super Bowl. What was, what was it like to play in the Super Bowl? Oh man, it was great. It's nothing like that Super Bowl week when, you know, you're the eyes, the eyes of the world are down looking on you, and you're the big. This the biggest event in in America, and people just, you know, Super Bowl back then was just the thing, and it was just special just to 
work so hard to get to a situation and be able to play in a game to determine if you're the best team in the world. And that was just special. New England Patriots, your opponent, long before Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, but nonetheless, uh, they were your opponent of the Super Bowl. Uh, talk a little bit about that game. Uh, what do you remember? What, what sticks out to you about that game? When we think about the Patriots back then, you think about um, Bill Parcells, and you know that he, was, he would have a good team, a well-coached team. And so just going into that game, we just felt like we were the team. We were the better team. We're the, you know, we were the team to beat. And we were just confident and just believed that, you know, we got there. It's our turn to win it. And if you don't go out and win that game, you're going to regret it. Do you recall that that was such a defining moment in Packers history that that was the first championship since the Lombardi era, about some 25 years before? I mean, did that mean anything to you guys as you were riding to the championship and then once you won it? Yeah, it meant a lot. I mean, it meant a lot to be able to hold the trophy that's named after the, one of the greats from the, from the Packers. So just with, being able to lift that Lombardi trophy and the Vince Lombardi name on the trophy was special. Bernardo played with some great teammates and personalities in his time in Green Bay. Unfortunately, a couple have left us too soon. Two of my teammates, um, Reggie White, great guy, very influential in my life as far as trying to be a someone who pulled me on, pulled me in, and tried to help me and counsel me and guide me, and just being able to have him by my side and just know the greatness that he was on the football field and just to be at his funeral and see him pass away so early was very devastating to know a person of that character is not here with you but he's remembered you know just for the greatness that he was and then to see um Wayne Simmons pass away at such an early age and he was my first roommate on the road as a um as a teammate and just not him not being here, I just think about how precious life is and how short those, those guys' lives were. And, you know, they were great people and just not, not for not to be able to see them again is kind of difficult. The great thrill of coming through the tunnel on a Lambeau Field, talk about that. What's that like as a player? I think back to my career and I just think how blessed I am to be able to have played here in Green Bay and football Sundays are so special here and as a player to be able to walk into the stadium, get dressed and come out that tunnel to some of the greatest fans ever, it's just a special moment.